This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm scrambling there at the break as I'm still trying to figure out what my bet payoff is going to be on Friday. Uh, The program director, Gavin Spittle, was in and and had an interesting one that uh, I like this because I think it might be dramatic and suspenseful. It's called showing G-Bag love. And you you have to call friends or family members of the other members of the show um and and give them compliments for two or three minutes and just like give them love about how awesome they are as people okay so i i have that one that i'm 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 sort of intrigued by and fascinated by like could you pull that off we got uh you know the foam fingers for the full show that just seems highly inconvenient there's no way i could do that shock (laughs) collar segment oh well how about those foam fingers but tcu since we're going to be at rally, TCU house. foam fingers, TCU foam fingers, you're, you're, and it's for for five hours. You're I need to have, have mouse it. control, right? That's what I'm saying. It's really going to inhibit inhibit your ability to do your can job. I, can really. I can I can I like hollow out part of the TCU foam finger so I could get an actual finger through to manipulate my computer mouse? We could discuss we okay. could discuss things. Some possible no, that's no, what you there, end up going no, you with. can't. <laughs> I can't. Okay, there's Screw the you, Brian. <laughs> no, you can't. A bet payoff's a bet payoff, yeah. baby. Okay, Krusty the Clown. Maybe I should come as Broadus, although you you already you already did that. Yeah, ben Franklin. Yeah, I did the Ben Franklin one. Uh, the Raider Joe dressed as a Raider fan. Just I don't a, know if I could do that. Rabid. Uh, you got spikes. You got your face painted. You got spikes, shoulder pads, and you're just generally ornery. Just and wear a bra. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, for a Raider fan? They do weird stuff. Okay, they do do weird stuff. Mm. Okay, five biggest reasons mm. that could prevent Cowboys <laughs> from a deep playoff run. None of these are absolutely jumping out to me. Can I Can I make my decision tomorrow? Uh, can I sleep on this? Uh, sleep yeah, on it. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's fair because once you it. once you do it, you got to commit 100%. Okay, we got the C-note here, the Cowboys news of the evening. Know. How about the cream cheese bagel? Oh. <laughs> How about a spelling contest? Well, I love a good cream cheese bagel. <laughs> me too, oh, that's, bro. Oh, that's horrible. God. If that was a bet so payoff for me, yeah. that would be the greatest thing ever. Good start oh, to a day. punish me, please, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the go-to cream cheese? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I could handle that. I, they're, they're, it might be vomit-inducing. <laughs> okay, but we start with John Michota here in the, the Athletic. He wrote a story today, five biggest reasons that could prevent the Cowboys from a deep playoff run. Uh, the truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. How many playoff games do you think they'll be in? You know, do you do you see a playoff run? And if not, what is the thing you think that is going to hold them back from the playoff run? I mean, there's a lot of, of things that could uh, deep six you. But number one, according to uh, John Mishota, what do you think it is? Uh, I think right. It would. He'd probably put turnovers. Yeah, right give me now, the turnovers. Right? Give me the interceptions. Yeah, since Dak has returned from a fractured thumb in Week Seven, the offense has been among the most productive. Cowboys have only lost twice during that: Green Bay and Jacksonville. But turnovers were a major issue in both. Through two picks in each of those games, and all four led to touchdowns. He's thrown two picks in four of Dallas's last eight games, including Tennessee. And not all of those turnovers are on Prescott. He's had more than his share of bad luck with passes that should have been caught. Yeah, I don't think he's quite uh, this bad. But Prescott's still saying he's not worried about the turnovers being an issue in the playoffs. And if they continue, the Cowboys could potentially still overcome them in a big game. It's not exactly ideal, though. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know how to look at this. Some of it is luck, but I, I, I don't think this is something you can fix uh, in a couple of weeks. This is something that you hope to evolve into being less of a problem and in the sample size of upcoming seasons, you don't have as many wide receivers let you down. But this is kind of a hold your breath and hope it's not your turn to get hosed. The unfortunate thing is, though, the, the turnover probability, the, the percentage of his throws that are getting taken away, 
it's too high to be comfortable with. So, you know, I, I don't know about you guys. I don't want Dak to do anything differently. Yeah, we're we're scoring plenty of points. You just have to hope that you know the wide receivers are in the right spot and the ball doesn't bounce. And that's sort of the cruel nature of of uh, you know football at its core. There's there's a, a huge luck factor involved. What do you guys think about the turnover issues here with Dak? You have anything to add to that? No, I mean, I, I think that overall I, I've been pretty consistent with this. I, I like the aggressive approach. I think there's certain throws that, you know, the one to Dalton Schultz against Tennessee, that's the one where it's like, man, that that's you, you don't need to throw that one. And I get, mm-hmm. hey, nobody's open. So Dak is just one of these guys where he's always going to try and, and live and, and keep a play going as long as he can until there's a play to be made. But sometimes, as he was standing on the sideline and watching Cooper Rush, and he says, you know, simplicity and less is more sometimes, hey, live to fight another down. Mm -hmm. And so in the playoffs, especially where that one play can tilt the game for you, that's where it's like you need to just throw that ball away or tuck it and run for it. Don't see that happening. You don't see him tucking and running. He's tucking and running more. Well, he's tucking and running more, but it's his DNA now. It's his DNA that, you know what, he's going to fight for everything he can get. He's going to fight for the big play. He's going to fight for to you know for this to be the one time when you throw the ball downfield and it's it's a pass interference for 51 yards or it's a third and 30, you know. Or he can shrug the guy off his leg. Yeah, he's going, you know, he's going to, yeah, he's going to, he, I, I like the fact that he is trying to run the ball more. Absolutely. I think if your running game is struggling and he can get you, you know, 30, 30 to somewhere to 50, 60 yards just running. You know, be convert, huge, man. Huge, huge for your running game. But the thing about it is, this guy, the way he plays, this is this is who he is now. He is a guy that is going to do... He but is he going, has run more over the last month. The running's not the problem, Gavin. The, just the, not throwing the football away. Bingo. Oh. He's fighting for... He is fighting for every... He's going to pull the ball down in traffic and try and fit it in. Yeah. And, and the ball goes too high because he's getting pulled down. He, and to the, your point, I mean, the running part is, is fine. I have no problem with that. It's the, it's the I'm going to throw this ball through the car wash and it's not going to get wet. Hmm. That's what he's doing right and now. And how often do you feel like those decisions that he's making are actually biting the team? Are you thinking maybe one per game? Check, the, check, check some of the throws. But you're getting so many big plays. Right. Like okay. It, then now let's not talk about. Let's, then we shouldn't talk about the in, uh, the turnovers because by you you're just saying, well, you're getting big plays. Well, then we should all accept it. We shouldn't complain anymore about if you're telling me not to complain about the the the, the you're making big plays. Then we should just say, okay, we'll keep keep going for the big play. And if you if you if you throw interceptions, well, then we're gonna accept that. Are we willing to do that? I wonder if from you, if you took away the wide receiver mistakes, you know, his one mistake a game. We should be talking about him in such glowing terms by the way he's playing, but you can't do it because he turns the ball overall. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the problem. We should be saying, hey, Dak Prescott is playing great football right now. Which he is. But every time he turns over the ball, what's the conversation? Dak has to open a press conference after a victory and go, all right, I know you're going to ask me about the interception. Clarence Hill sitting right there. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the turnover. Yeah. No, it's a great topic you bring up. I, I just wonder if you think that he can grow into the player that can get the big Seven plays. Seven years in this league now. without. I know, but this is the first year where he's a, tried to be aggressive. He, he has stopped turning down throws in, in order to protect the ball. I wonder what does what's it look like in another seven years? In his mid thirties, is he yeah. like, man? Now I got this figured out. Now I can be aggressive and and safe at the same time. I'm just kind of got to the point now that the turnovers either they're going to clang off guys' hands or he's going to misread it. That's yeah. that's how I look at it. But you're absolutely right. They're big damn plays. Yeah, this team survives. They score thirty points a game with him turning over the ball the way they do. Think if he didn't turn over the ball. It Think if he crazy. didn't give up points before half. Yeah. Like they do. Mm-hmm. Well, a Cowboy fan, lately I'm not saying I'm not telling you how to operate, but you know what? It is what it is. Yeah, it really, really is what. Especially it is. if the defense isn't going to get stops. You know, if if Hell the defense no. was shutting everybody down, then I'd say, Dak, we don't need to risk the football. They're plus twelve, right? They're plus twelve yeah. in turnover thing right now. But you're right? at the point now, and, and Brian, Guys, you were calling 14 for fourteen interceptions while Gavin was out, where the offense is going to have to carry this thing. Yeah, and Dak's yeah. doing it. You're going to give up thirty. 
again and again. Yeah. I, it's it's amazing how this has happened. Okay, up next here, the Athletics' top five things that could prevent a long run. Stopping the run. In all four of their losses, we've had big games on the ground. 152, 136, 207, and 192. Um, we'll get an LVE Ian Hankins back, make this a the good run defense that we thought we saw was coming into focus around Thanksgiving. It'll help. It'll make it good enough. It'll help. In my mind. Yeah. And, and it, I don't know if they're going in order here of things that are most likely to hurt you with one being turnovers and two being the run game. I think the 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 run game defensively can hurt you, but it would not be number two on any one of our reasons why well, this team's going to get bleeped, would it? No, the, the run it would ga- for me. If you look at the Niners last year in the playoffs and then all four games this year, like – when they lose, it's because they get run all over. Well, and, but you're also in a situation now where you're not playing with with Anthony Brown on the corner. You're not playing. You're you got you got to me. You got guys like Wright and Bland, and if you get Vanderesh, Hankins, Clark, you got guys that can tackle. They can hide. They can hide not having Diggs as a good tackler. Yeah. They, they in the secondary they used to have like three guys that couldn't tackle. I now probably, they now they have one. Right. I'm much more worried about the explosive plays. I'd probably put the cornerback two situation ahead of the run, but I will say getting Hankins back is it's about a yard difference. It is him, a yard difference with him in and out yeah. of the lineup. Yeah. So that's definitely going to help you. And Leighton Vanderesh has been massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw it. The, the it completely changed the Jacksonville game massively. The second he leaves, it's like all of a sudden your defense can't do anything. Yeah. So. Both of those guys are going to help you uh, immensely when you get them yeah. back in the line. That gives me encouragement there. But the big plays that the defense has, has given up, and you talk about these Horrible. games where the, the the run game, and you talk about 200 yards that you gave up to the Packers, but how many big plays did they get through the air that game? And, and what you've seen now, and we talked about it on Friday, I mean, the Titans had 317 yards the other night. But 143 of those yards came on five plays. Mm. It's big passing plays. It's a screen to the running back. He's taking it. Nation Wright, Malik Hooker's not getting over, whatever it may be. And the Cowboys had been great at it all year, despite most of the year not being good with their run defense. Winning games, winning games, winning games. But why? Because they were also dominant when it comes to not allowing explosive plays, plays over 20 yards. But now when you look at it, okay, through 13 games, they allowed 32 total explosive plays, plays over 20 yards. In the past three games, it's gone all the way up to 16. They've given up 16 explosive plays in the last three games. And so where you go from giving up a little over two per game to now over five per game, to me, that is what really kills you. I don't think – I think your offense is too good to allow a team that just runs the ball – to really hurt you. But if you have a team that is able to, here's 30 yards, here's 40 yards, here's 25 yards, then and that's usually happening through the air. I don't think there's that's any the of those team teams that's going to murk you. In the playoffs, though, that are like that, that are just going to run the football, though. But I will say in the playoffs, yeah. that's when the running game matters. If you're worried about Dallas's pass rush, you'll run the football. It's a good way to mitigate it. That's yeah. fine. Run on me, bro. Run on me. Take the five to six yards. Do it. Don't throw on me. Don't throw to Nashawn Wright for 33 yards. If you as an offensive coordinator want to come into the game and say, we're going to take the five, six yards every time versus the Cowboys, and maybe they're not even getting that when you consider Hankins and Leighton Vander Esch, but let's say they are. Beautiful. If I'm yeah. if I'm McCarthy and I'm the Cowboys, thank God you did that. Because yeah, you got 33 yards of pop every every one out of every four times you want to test Nashawn Wright, you're going to get 30 plus. Didn't Jacksonville run the ball where they had 30 yards of shot running that? I remember like the jet sweeps. I think yeah, the but did those kill you or here, and, and th- those those end arounds absolutely killed you. Th- those 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 end arounds did, but he I had think like three carries for like sixty yards. It, it was yards, the Packers right? game. They gave up a bunch of ten plus yard runs. Yeah, that but, really. But hurt. when did they give up the points? When Rodgers was putting it over the top. That's when they gave up the points. Right, because the Cowboys were now. Hey, we got to defend the run game. Right, which is their own fault. Yeah. The the interesting thing is losing Anthony Brown's been so painful, and that's number three in John Machota's uh, article here. Amazing. Is the number two cornerback. And Anthony Brown was getting torched for a huge, embarrassing play like every other game, and his replacements have gotten torched for big plays like every quarter or more over the last three weeks, apparently. I mean, averaging five a game. So there's no doubt in my mind, like going into the offseason, the first or second round pick or a big check is going to another corner. Yeah. The problem is right now, 
can they do anything else? And the answer is no, right? I mean, they've they tried the guys off practice squads. They looked for any opportunity, and it's unbelievable. But I guess Nashawn Wright is their second that's best their outside guy. corner. That, that's their guy right now, and they, you've got to figure out ways. You know, if you could get teams to get back in the long yardage situations, the Cowboys haven't created, and maybe this is the way the officials have called games. Early in the season, it seemed like to me the Cowboys got the opponents in a lot of negative yardage situations, holdings, you know, sacks, whatever, but they they haven't. Teams have stayed ahead of the chains, and that's really been the problem of their pass rush. That it gets they get in second, they get in you know second and four, third and one. So you're getting a lot of those. They haven't been able to these. You know, you saw what happened when the Titans got into some long yarded situations. There goes the pass rush. Here we go. You know, the Cowboys just haven't been able to get ne- enough negative plays, yeah. or the officials haven't called holding on any of the Cowboys like we've seen in some of these games, like they did early in the year. That's a good point. Okay, number four, uh, running the ball. Uh, you know, last uh, three weeks, it's been pretty rough. You had Pollard out with the injury. Um, but, yes, uh, it's not coming together well in the running game. And then number five is the uh, the lack of the pass rush. And, you know, what was it, Tank, talking about that last week? Teams have really – we saw it early in the season. They started to get worried about passing against the Cowboys. And every week it's like the approach has evolved. It's gotten better and and – you know, you you have the the short down and distances as well, and that's going to exacerbate that issue. So let's look at the truckwreck.com uh, fan text here. Ryan and Rowlett, is now a time for nitpicking or your team is who it is? Get it is into the dance is. As, as healthy yeah. as possible and see yeah. if your uh, formula works. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's a good point because if anybody else is nitpicking their team, I think they're going to come up with more stuff. Than, than you have against the Cowboys right now. I mean, maybe the 49ers could be more confident, but you're dealing with a rookie quarterback and the Eagles. So the team that might be the number one seed has a lot of issues right now. Yeah. All right, let's step aside. When we come back, it's time to hit the expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content. We'll get you caught up on everything that's been developing throughout the broadcast afternoon. Bobby Belt's going to join you. LA Live coming up at 540. And uh, then we'll be in the 6 o'clock hour before you know it here. It's the GBAC Nation of the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the GBAG Nation. Time to hit the expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted sports content. Bobby Belt's coming up here at 530. He'll have the latest on the Cowboys. And then uh, L.A. Live with Lucius Alexander coming up at about 540. If you ever miss GBAG of the day, L.A. replays that for you uh, every night. The best audio for the world of sports. Okay. Uh, yeah, every day in the expressway, though, we get you caught up on everything that's been developing. And earlier this afternoon, we got the announcement, Luka Doncic, named Western Conference Player of the Month for December, uh, appeared in 15 games, 35, 8, and 9, 52 from the floor, 42 from three. Dallas went 11 and four uh, uh, and ended the month on a six-game winning streak. It's his third time in his career that uh, Luka has won this award. 
Obviously, the crown jewel of that month, an unbelievable performance, uh, erasing a nine-point deficit in the final 27 seconds of regulation against New York. The game-tying basket off the intentionally missed free throw sent the game into overtime, and he had two other 50-point games. I thought that was one of the greatest games that's ever been played. Um, And I just wonder, do you think Luka is, is hitting his peak for this season? Or is he making his final push into being the best player in the league right now? What are we watching here uh, take place with Luka Doncic and uh, coming off his N- NBA Western Conference Player of the Month? Oh, we're watching one of the the greatest players of a generation blossom into uh, something that is historical and it's consistent and efficiently as well. Like when he did the his his sixty point game was extremely efficient. It wasn't like I'm just going to just volume shoot this thing and and shoot my way to 60. It was he shot like almost what was it? 68% for that game? Yeah. Like it, it was, was it was ridiculous. Uh so you're just you're just seeing a guy refining his already incredible like if he never got better from his rookie year, you're still talking about one of the best players in the sport and every offseason we're like can he get better? Where can he get better? Like, I guess, could he up that free throw percentage? But you don't watch him and think, ah, oh, you could clean things up other than maybe shot uh, shot selection at times. Uh, but otherwise, it's like I feel like I'm looking at a pretty well-rounded, can't-get-much-better player, and he just continues to find ways to do it. And so, and you have a lot of guys right now in the league. Joel Embiid led the month of December for the NBA in points per game. Like, he, he's a super beast. You have what Jokic is doing, and most people think he's going to win the MVP at this rate. He is right there. I think him and Luka probably neck and neck, but what Jokic is doing is insane. But, I mean, it is, it is otherworldly what Luka's doing, and the fact that he's able to continuously every night here's 30 plus here's 40 plus here's all the assists here's the crazy passes the game continues to slow down for him and it is just a marvel to watch yeah we're watching the mvp and and that's the bottom line for people that don't want to say that luca is the mvp you're giving yourself an excuse or a reason for your own benefit to not vote for him he's the most valuable player in the nba and there's no doubt about it. If you were to take him off the Dallas Mavericks, this might be the worst team in basketball. Very likely. They are fighting for the Wembenyama lottery. He is unreal. And the defense was something that you used to get on him about. Well, now you'll look up, and depending on what stat sites you'll go to, he's a top 10 defensive player at the guard position in the NBA. So, I mean, the defense is there. He's improving from a – I mean, last night he was one for nine from deep. The, the, the three ball was not working for him. It's fine. Let me find a way to score in other areas, right? So, I mean, Luka is finding a way now in, in the weaknesses in his game he's improved on. He's now becoming where he's, he's no longer a liability on the defensive end of the floor. It's hard to find a weakness in his game. And yeah. we, we just need to cherish – and stop, you know, finding ways to nitpick and complain about him. Look, the the technical foul stuff, yeah, he's got to get that figured out. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy the Luca ride. Yeah, and uh, hopefully it's about it's about to get significantly better. That's what I'm wondering, Brian. I, you know, I think he noticed that that other people were starting to get discussed in that MVP conversation, and he sort of drew a line in the sand over the last a couple of weeks and said, "Man, I'm going over to that side where I'm taking my game up another level." And I, I totally agree with what Wolchuk said. He's making it look easy. You see a guy in total control, not a guy like having to tr- super try hard and I'm sweating, I'm trying yeah. to get... It's like, no, I'm just... I'm out here playing an easy game. Effortless. And and that is, to me, a, a, you know, a clear sign that he has joined. That's what I saw from Jokic over the last couple of years. Like, he yeah. went from having to try hard to get everything to just like, I'm just going to take a stroll through the park here and drop a 40-point triple-double on you real quick. It- this condition of this team right now with all the injuries plays right into his hands because he could be the guy that pounds the ball up the court. He could do all yeah. the things. He could take all the shots. He can draw all the fouls. He, you know, he, he loves playing the game. I, I think, you know, you talk about getting teammates involved and stuff like that. And when those guys knock down the shots, it's a beautiful, the Mavs usually win. But to him, it's probably like he would, he would rather shoulder this thing by himself. And say, listen, I can do this. If I have to score fifty points a night, I'll do that. Yeah, I think he, I think he relishes being the guy, 
and not having to be the distributor and say, okay, here, here, Spencer, you take, or here, Dorian, you take it, you know, or here, you know, the pick and roll stuff has been really good. So with him and Wood, they, they kind of get that going. But to me, this plays right into his hands. Yeah. There's, you know, and nobody's going to question like, well, he's a ball hog. He's taking all the shots. What else are they going to do? Yeah, he's yeah. got to now. So this is this is like it, in a way, in a sneaky way, it's like it's what he wants. Yeah, and it kind of happened earlier in the year, and then he got tired, and we said, "Oh, he needs more help." Yeah. Well, may, maybe he rested up and is having yeah. another great run now, and maybe fatigue is you know shortly on the other side of this. But for yeah. the time being, it's incredible to watch. His, yeah, he got it. His plus minus, though, if you believe in all those things, his last seven have all been. You know, he hadn't had a negative game. In I think last, he was plus nine last night. Yeah, I mean, he hadn't had that. So, but to me, this, it just, I watch him play and it's like, this is perfect for him. Okay, other stories going on this afternoon. Jerry Jones with Sean and RJ on Biotish. I don't want to use the word confident as much as I do. I'm expecting, and because of the past and how he handles his high ankle, he's been there before. We've got every reason to believe he can play in the playoff game. Be close, I think. Um, yeah, Brian was uh, yeah. you know reporting on that yesterday. It is going to be a very close call whether or not he yep. can play in the wild card. I agree. Uh, Bengals Bills uh, that was suspended will not be resumed this coming up week. The NFL has at least established that in a statement from Roger Goodell. Uh, the game would not be resumed this week after consulting with both teams and the players' association. The league has made no decision on resuming at a later date. Uh, and no changes to the Week 18 regular season schedule. I think the quicker, and, and this will be the, the the thoughts and prayers of everybody, the quicker that they that that Hamlin he 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 can recover, the quicker that news comes out. If in fact that he can, but just keep praying for the guy. That if all of a sudden we we get word tomorrow that hey he's going to be okay, this is what he's going to have to deal with going forward. I think the league can say okay, now we've got the players. All the players in their hearts know that he's going to be fine. The world knows he's going to be fine. Let's go play this game and figure it out. Yeah. That's, I think, what the league's waiting for right now. They're waiting for that news to say, okay, he's going to be fine, or this is what he's going to have to deal with. Yeah. Once the league gets – I think that's what the league was waiting for yesterday. They were waiting for him to get to the hospital, and they were going to like, well, okay, we've got him stabilized. He's going to be fine and all that. But he's still asleep, right? They, they that's, sedated That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, you know, and they're trying to kind of figure things out about this. I mentioned this is a level one trauma unit there at the University of Cincinnati, okay. one of the best in the country. And then uh, Panthers owner David Tepper's had a conversation with Jim Harbaugh about the opening there in Carolina for their head coaching job. Uh, was not characterized as an official interview. Uh, interviews will not begin until uh, after Carolina finishes their season under interim coach Steve Wilkes on Sunday against the Saints. Um, if I'm Harbaugh, I mean, what? How could it get better than being at Michigan, where you played? You're an you're a legend, and now you have it in the national championship picture. He was pretty damn good at San Francisco. He was. Yeah. He was. He was really good. But at are San you just never going to be satisfied with anything? Like you go five coaches, or six years at Stanford, co- onto the next thing, onto coach, the next thing, coach, onto the next that's thing. That's what coaches do, unless he's trying to play the card of getting Michigan to give him all the money. You know that's, See, that would make. I'm not. I'm not leaving Michigan to go to Carolina. Yeah. I might leave Michigan for a great situation with an amazing quarterback. I might go to the Chargers, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I hear you. But see, that's the you know you got to figure out too the drafting situation and all that. And he he's going to go to a place where he can these coaches where they can run their own operation. You're not going to take one of these jobs. You only have to take a job with a with a general manager and let him run it if you're a first time coach. If you're the guy down in Miami, you know McDaniel. If he you know when you when you have skins on the wall, you look at that general manager and you go. No, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're not doing that. Especially that guy. What are you going to no, three straight NFC no. Championship yeah. games? You're the reason why. Bowl? You're the reason why I got hired here because you guys couldn't get it done. So to me, like first time coaches have to listen to the general manager and have to kind of play by those rules. The more success, the more skins on the wall you have. These head coaches believe that they can be the answers for all. And maybe Carolina's got some some draft picks, assets that they like trading away Christian McCaffrey. They might have stocked up a little bit there. And then you may look at that NFC South division, assuming Brady's going to be gone and think that's kind of a bad division. You've got all San Francisco picks. You gave away picks to get quarterbacks that didn't work out. 
you know, with Sam yeah, Darnold. Darnold. So you had to recoup some picks, but you got San Francisco picks, which will all be probably late in the round. So it's really sure. not like you're taking advantage of those picks. All righty, as uh, Bobby Belt joins you now right here on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Brought to you by the on-time experts. And a good afternoon, Bobby. How the heck are you? I'm, uh, I'm good. Sorry, you caught me in the middle of a... Uh... We lost you again. No, no. You you got me here. Okay. Okay. Do we have you? Are you eating, a, Bob? This is a bit, Bob. What are you doing? Can you not hear me? Yeah, we can we hear can, you. We can. You fine. Just it just seems curse. like your mic's cutting off. Yeah. Almost like oh. it's a it's a it's a weird deal there. Okay, uh, are the Cowboys getting reinforcements for Week 18? How how healthy do you expect them to be here for this uh, finale and then uh, the wild card round? I don't. Ex- I mean, I I think they'll get Tony Pollard. All right, now well, you're very, just now yeah. you're just trolling. Yeah, your mic. Did we off. miss something on Sean and RJ? I didn't miss a thing. Was this Bobby uh, had a a great start to 2023? I do know that it was kind of a poor ending. To 2022, oh, yeah. but 2023 started fantastically. Do you have some? Do you have some fancy technology on that mic, Bobby? Where if we if we make any noise at all, it cuts you off. That's almost what it feels like to me. No, we've no, 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 he's no. not talking. No, he's not I'm talking. Call him. Hold on, we get real insider like RJ Chopping. Yeah, can we get thing? RJ I mean, in here? God. What the hell is going on? My lord, I know, I know, he's, I know, he's very proud of that broadcast setup that he has at the house. You yeah. know, he a, should be yeah. a, a certified. Get a lot done right now. Yeah, yeah I really Seems love like that, that thing. Radio uh, professional. Well, I listen to the Love of the Star podcast. That yeah. thing's fantastic. Really Speaking love Brian good audio quality. We have Bobby back now here. Bobby, how the heck are you? Okay. So am I just the boy who cried wolf? Like y'all, y'all just don't uh, believe when I have technical problems with the microphone. Y'all are like, ah, he's doing a bit. Yeah, we'll, no way we'll assume you'll now. always do. Yeah, your well, career's been a bit, Bob. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's fine. I only got, I only got five minutes for you here, Broadus, because I drank a glass of orange juice. So. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good story, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that it? was great. Oh, that's getting played in the morning. Uh-huh. As well as uh, Brian's about 225 dump. That's getting played, too. Wait, which oh, dump? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the bleep dump. hole. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Those dumps getting played. I didn't mean to do that. What's well, the thing that's most likely to make you crap yourself at a golf course? Oh, um, I mean, nothing because, I mean, I dominate the golf course. So, like, I, I feel like I, I level up as a different human being there. And so I, I feel like I'm kind of impenetrable. Um, but, you know, That's I don't know, probably just in general outside the golf course, probably just, uh, you know, like anything spicy. Like, like I just I, I, I take on spicy foods too aggressively. That's probably my, my big thing. Don't get the number six at Wendy's. So you, you were saying that uh, Tony Pollard is back this week for sure. Can we can we book that? I, yeah, I think Pollard will be back. Now, the other guys that we've been talking about here recently, Biotish, Vanderish, Hankins, like I think that's was, the earliest you're going to see them back is wild card round. Um, now, obviously, I mean, some of this is not to get too far ahead of ourselves, and I, I know what the league has already said about some things, but I, I would just – I'm interested to see if any more developments come out and after kicking things around, if they do say, hey, let's kind of push everything back for a week. And and move move these games back and shift the playoffs by a week and then ultimately just kind of eliminate that down week with the Pro Bowl in between the conference titles and the Super Bowl. So if that happens, then I mean I guess some different things could be on the table for Week 18. But assuming things go on like they should this weekend, then um, I you know I, I don't think that any of those big three that we've been kicking around Hankins, Vanderesh, or Biotish would be back. But uh, you you would get Pollard back and you know generally be at a, a pretty healthy state. I think is Micah Parsons full go for uh, Washington? That's what it sounds like, and I mean this is a ten days that he could probably really use um, in terms of getting healthy and uh, resting up because he's been extremely fatigued and you know he's been banged up and. Now, is he going to be healthy enough or productive enough to get two and a half, three sacks, Wolchuk? I don't know about that. I think you're probably still going to have to shave. Um, but, you know, other than that, uh, no, I, I think that he should be ready to go. And I think that this is it. There's probably nobody that these 10 days have been more critical for or, or more beneficial for than Micah. Zach, you're, gonna, you're actually going to shave your face and I'm going to crawfish on this? Oh, I'm going to have to do it. I'm a man of my word, and I really thought that I was fine in this entire bet, and Bobby was going to have to shave, and his wife was going to kick him out of the house for a week or two. Why Why have teams slowed down his pass rushing so much? 
Uh, I mean, well, I think, again, partially some of it is Micah himself. I just, I, I think at times he's, there, there are times he's looked gassed out there. Um, but also, I mean, he's getting a lot of chips. He's, you know, getting a lot of double teams. He's having to deal with those sorts of things. And it's just, he's got more of a, a target on him from, you know, opposing offensive game plans in terms of how to take him out. He talked about that a couple of weeks ago, that he, it makes sense why he's going to be as banged up as he is because he said this comes with the territory of being one of the best in the league, that when you're one of the best players in the league, offenses are going to look for you to try and block you up and take you out of the game, and you're going to take more of a beating. And I think he's just feeling the effects of that. But, uh, you know, like I said, I think the the rest, the time that he's getting here, the extended rest that they're getting, especially after having to play two games on short rest back-to-back, uh, I, I think that that should be beneficial for him. But Mike, I think, is suffering in a lot of ways from the same thing the entire pass rush has been suffering from, which is just teams are, are changing things up on him a little bit, trying to get the ball out quicker, trying to, uh, you know, do, do those sorts of things and lessen the ability of the pass rush. And in doing that, I mean, I think Mike has still shown flashes that he's getting to the quarterback pretty quickly. It's just teams are getting the ball out really fast. It's Bobby Belt here with you on 105 through the fan. Quinn and Kellen, uh, head coaching candidates, that is a story this week. How much chatter is there going to be here as uh, you know we get into February and, and uh, closer to March? I'm, I'm sure they're both going to get you know interviews uh, from teams just because there's no denying the as much as fans have been you know critical and and you know some of us even have been critical at times of Kellen Moore. Uh, the results are there that would be intriguing to a team that's looking to hire a, a young offensive-minded head coach. Now, the thing that's done Kellen in a couple times, I think, in recent years is you hear around the league some chatter. He's just not like a great dynamic interview. I don't think he he sells himself necessarily really well in some of these meetings with teams. And so, um, but he'll, he'll definitely have some interest. Dan Quinn's obviously going to have some interest. Um, you know, I still think Denver is one to watch, um, especially you know we've heard the chatter about. Dan Quinn and Brian Schottenheimer maybe pairing up and, and heading over there. And uh, so I, I think both those guys are going to have a lot uh, of, of chatter attached to them. And Jerry kind of, you know, said he expects that this morning, that he, he kind of expects to see, you know, some interest in there. And that, that comes with the territory of having the success that they have the last couple of years. Has Dan Quinn been a disappointment at all coming down the stretch here? This defense is, is not playing uh, great. I, I don't know that he's been a disappointment. I mean, they, they – they played so well in the second half last year and really turned it up and then came out, you know, firing on all cylinders early this year. And I think it's just a function of, you know, the league got 24, 28 games of his time in Dallas and started trying to figure out ways to attack him. And, you know, he, they've been very banged up in the secondary and, and the solutions that they have in the running game, like Van Der Esch and Hankins have been out. And so uh, I, I think there is a little bit of the circumstances are a little tough for him right now. And it's also, coaches responding and, and developing answers to what he was doing and as you know any good coach I'm sure Dan Quinn is now uh, coming up with his own answers to that and his own responses to that but I mean I think that overall when you just look at the body of work over two years I, I think you're just looking at these last few weeks and some teams are trying to find some different ways to attack his defenses and, and now it's on him to respond. Bobby does this running game really miss Terrence Steele? That's a good question um yeah, because I mean, he, he he's. I would take Ter- Tyron Smith as a pass blocker at, at right tackle over Terrence Steele, but Terrence Steele had really developed into one of the best run blocking tackles in the NFL, and specifically the way that that he and and Zach Martin kind of complemented each other, and mm-hmm. I think worked well together, um, is something that you really miss. So as much as it is. Terrence Steele himself, I think it's that you miss the chemistry of, of Zach Martin and Terrence Steele and their work. And so, yeah, absolutely. I think that you miss him in that sense. Uh, and, and I think it's easy. People go, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, two Hall of Famers. You put them on that side and, and it's just going to, you know, click immediately and it's going to work well together. And I think you're just seeing it, it takes some time and, you know, you've, you've got to work together and, and have that cohesion. And uh, it's just going to take a little bit of time, some extra reps and things like that. But uh, there's no doubt about it. Terrence Steele's one of the better run blockers at tackle in the NFL. Anything else before we let you go, Bobby? Just that I love you all. There he goes. Bobby Belt. Love you, too. Must follow on Cowboys Twitter and uh, joins us every afternoon, 530. It is time now for L.A. Live. Into the Pimp Cup we go for Lucius. Uh, I have some New Year's shenanigans for you guys, and uh, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you squares.
fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance with someone oh, everything. You see uh, Donovan Mitchell had to get drug tested already for dropping that yeah. 71 against the Bulls. We're watching, we're watching it right now, and it's just like, it's amazing how he's playing. Yeah. Uh, NBA said, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. Let's prove it. The first L.A. Live for 2023, January 3rd, 2023, to be exact. Capricorn season. Shout out to the GOAT. Uh, question for the Tolos. I would have it here, but I don't today because I'm pushing for tomorrow. <laughs> But uh, the last question for the Tolos we did have, we asked, what should we leave behind in 2022? Skip Bayless was on the list. (laughs) By the way, Skip Bayless was on the list. Lack of accountability was on the list. Shout out to Dana White. Oh, jeez. He was on TMZ Live earlier, and they were just pitching him softballs like, well, you were drunk, right? Yeah, 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 sure, I was drunk. Do you actually remember what happened, Dana? <laughs> no, of course I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, get out of here. Get out of here. Just... Of course, he is the one that's starting a new slap boxing league uh, over the next week or so, I believe it <laughs> The debuts. jokes online are hilarious. Dude. They said that was promo, him popping his wife in the face like that. Did you see how she oh. popped him? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, she, she gave him that work. work. Yeah. yeah, wow. He was surprised. (laughs) Stunned him a little bit. Yeah, he was stunned. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I will have a question for the Tolos tomorrow. I'm going to ask for your 2023 predictions. All right. We'll get into that tomorrow. G, back of the day. We do it every day here at 2.30 on the fan. Our winner today is Titans linebacker. Uh, He got flagged for a little cultural misunderstanding. Titans linebacker Darren Bates. Yeah. Flagged for a little cultural misunderstanding. He said the N-word on the field, y'all. Oh, my God. Only one person gave me up, Sarah Thomas. She threw a flag on me for saying, good shit. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen a flag. That yeah. might be on us, but it ain't on me. <laughs> it's preseason, too, so I'm like, yeah, I need this. About to go to the sideline, and they referee come on. Unsportsmanlike conduct, 53 <laughs> oh. defense. I said, what the... <laughs> What I do, Coach? He said the N word. <gasps> <laughs> Bitch, you finna get me cut? Cause I said good. <laughs> I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> that is sportsmanlike conduct. <laughs> straight up, you said I did unsport. That was straight sportsmanlike. That was sportsmanlike. I didn't con. even. I ain't talk to the. He hit. He hit hard. He made the fumble. <laughs> That was sportsman-like. <laughs> yeah, he gave a good game, man. Good game, bro. Term of endearment. Uh, what did you fellas do for the New Year's Eve celebrations? Dude. Man, I wish I could have done something cool. You know, I was just hanging out at the house. Uh, I was just hanging out watching movies. Yeah, I sat on my leather couch, uh, smoked some cigars. Okay. Shout out to Broadus. Appreciate it, man. Smoked some cigars, drank some t- premium tequila. I live in a decent area, Los Colinas Irving, uh, area of Irving. Yeah. Fireworks started going off about 7.30. Scared the hell out of you, didn't you? Really? started going. Just go, go. <laughs> and some of it wasn't fireworks. Yeah. And it went past, way yeah. past midnight. Yeah. Where'd you get all these fireworks all of a sudden? I thought we got rid of them July 4th. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. It's like you had Disneyland in your backyard. Wow. There. Yeah. It never Gordon. stopped. Uh, yeah. So what you? What about you guys? We know Zach was yeah. drunk and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was hammered. Yeah, he was Michael Irvin in it. Apparently, I'd like yeah, to. I'd like, the come on. Yeah, I'd like to bring back. I was at a White House, but stop. Oh, okay. I'd like to bring back alcohol on those TV shows. The the, the midnight the shows the drop the ball thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The, the shows they're they're not the same. They're dry. You need the drunk commentators <laughs> yeah. up there. Calling people out. Yeah, yeah. That, that's entertainment. Hold your, hold your horses there, brothers. I got oh, something for you, okay? Okay, good, good. All right, but we're going to start right here because there's a lot of celebration going on. Remember, Houston said if we catch you shooting guns, it's $5,000. If you can just tell on somebody. Yeah. If yeah. your next-door neighbor is shooting guns, we'll give you $5,000. Uh, but I guess that didn't work properly because they were still shooting guns out there. And there were some bullets that fell through people's houses. Dang, Listen nice. to this little situation. Uh, Gabby Hart, Fox 23, covers... The celebratory shooting, gunfire, and then there's gunfire in her segment. Live directly behind that family's home. Of course, as soon as we learn more about this investigation, uh, we will let you know. But again, another reminder of why you should not participate in celebratory gunfire. I'm Gabby Hart, 
Fox 26 News. As celebratory gunfire goes off. Oh, Jeez, Gabby. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I just, I wouldn't want to do that on the off chance that the bullet falls. You know, it's a yeah. one in a million chance, but you hear that it even hits somebody's dog. I, w- I would just be, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe fire into the ground or something. Uh, me, that I, yeah, I wouldn't shoot that. I got to be out in the middle of a field somewhere, mm. Corsicana or something yes, like that. Nobody's shoot. around. Nobody's around. How about this? This is the middle of the city. This is Chicago. Uh-oh, buzzword, Chicago. New Year's Eve party. This man is leaving a New Year's Eve party, and this sounds like World War III didn't kicked off. Damn, I'm just trying to go home. Damn. Bruh. Big it's magazine. I know. We need to take the guns, bro. <laughs> 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 what do you got a grenade? <laughs> <laughs> I can't use your phone. That's a no. Yeah. I should have been in the house already, Bob. Yeah. Why am I still outside? I should have been in the house. Jeez! That they sounds big. Me. Tell you what, man. Oh, I can't go that way. I can't go that way. Oh, I can't go that way. I can't go. Still going, dog. This is not edited. Good lord. Hey, that person say Ricky in the. <laughs> yeah. Ricky. He said run for us like, one time. It's like Al Capone is back in Chicago. Oh, I'd say. Dear God. Creators of the drive-by, by the way. Yeah. Creators of yeah. the drive-by. They have. They Down did. Ends. All right, now let's get into your CNN New Year's Eve celebrations, which the whole time they talked about how they were not drinking. They yeah, were pretty upset yeah, about that. It was not good. Not Anderson Cooper, because he's not really a drinker, but no. that's the funny part about it. Exactly. He would get drunk and get all giddly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Andy Cohen would just rant about anything. He would. But here goes Andy Cohen. Started off the night like this. He said, I got, I got a little something in my pocket just in case there's no alcohol here. By the way, if you thought I was a truth bomb, oh, that's well, drunk, see, this is what, this wait is, until you see me sober. Because I, I got stuff to that's say, what and this me. is my time. That's I don't know if I'm going to be back that's here what, next year. That's what concerns yeah, me. Yeah. That's what concerns me, because I yes. think they didn't want you drinking, so you wouldn't go on a rant about well, something. Well, guess what? But they don't realize is... Yes. The alcohol actually controls you. It keeps, yeah. it keeps me. Yes. yes. This may be the longest I've been on television without you're gonna white. You're going to white knuckle Four it? and a half hours. <laughs> yes. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> they need the alcohol in those shows. They need yeah. it. It makes it more fun. It makes yeah. it a lot more fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kevin Hart jumped on. Kevin Hart jumped on him oh, to talk nice. to those guys. He's pretty frustrated that they were not drinking. Yeah. I know. What is happening? Yeah. We're, what is we happening were, we right were, yeah. now? You know what? Yeah. You, I mean, uh, t- you, you guys us. can't say anything you about it, but us. I can. I can say things about it. This is absolute bull. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> okay? I'm going to say what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolute. <laughs> this is absolute. We love you. I don't know. I can't believe this. Guys, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what you can. I'm going to take a shot because you guys have been hoodwinked. I can't believe you. I can't believe CNN telling you guys not to go and cut loose in such a good, true fashion. That's perfect TV. You don't tell you guys not to drink, and I'm pissed off about it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he went on for a while. There we'll get we back go. to Kevin Hart yeah, in just a second. Don Lemon missed the countdown. I feel like Don Lemon may have been drinking. Because he, he missed yeah, the countdown totally. He, did, yeah. he was doing a juvenile's back that ass up dance, a little <laughs> oh, routine to it. Yes. And he got to cussing and everything, and he just got weird. Listen. We're going to do a dance. They're going to teach me a dance routine. It is an ode to Janet Jackson. Yes. All right, don't judge me at home. I'm still a serious news guy. Are you ready now, Manny? Oh, to Janet Jackson. Yes, I'm okay, ready. show me the routine. What right. happens? We break it to the right. You, you break it to the right. To the, right. Down, to the left. Middle. Middle. Diagonal. That's a Janet Jackson. Yeah, I know. Move. There you go. You got to do that. Oh. And then the hip and then the hip. 
He's doing with kids. Whoops. I forgot I was on TV. Sorry. <laughs> now he's like washed up dance team from high school. You yeah. gotta do that. That's yeah. the Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. They had Manny Fresh there. He was a DJ. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, a big DJ. His pops was a DJ. Is that right? Yeah, a legendary DJ. That's how Manny got in the game like that. And as good as he is. Yeah, crazy. Cool. Uh, I, th- I thought I thought Don hit the right tone of I'm drunk and having fun and a yeah. little loose, not yeah. not totally wheels off. Yeah, I like, like Andy it. ruined it. <laughs> Andy did. Andy went a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why they have a no drinking yeah. policy on CNN because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of Andy. I think they're bringing it back for Don. I think the, yeah. the, I think the mayor of New York didn't want to hear it yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got hear ripped up. Voice like that's mm-hmm. how drunk you are. You're too drunk. Yeah, Kevin Hart was drinking tequila. There you go. He has his own tequila, and he was drinking that the whole time. Oh. In fact, I'm just going to get back to uh, Kevin Hart ranting. Okay. He's still ranting. Here we go. Listen. Still ranting. Understand this. Great television is made by great people being who they are. You cannot take the vices or the dope things away the that make Kevin. them yeah. who they are. You can hear how drunk Kevin is, oh, right? He had right? to slow yeah. it down. He had okay. to hit a couple of speed bumps Just here. making sure Resettle. that y'all hear it. Cool. <laughs> You guys are who you are. You shined on this platform because they allowed you to be you. Don't take that away. You celebrate that and you toast to that. You amplify it. That's what good TV is. That's why good TV works. When you try to control good TV, it becomes So message to CNN next year. Let these two men be who they are and shine like the light that they have been for years. I love you guys so much. And by the way, drink Caramuno, Grand Cormino. Yes. I think I'm tipsy. Just yeah, yeah, guys, I think I'm tipsy. Let, let the drunkards be drunk. Yeah. I know they drink my tequila while you're drunk. It's who they are and what they do. He's not wrong. Yeah. And after uh, Kevin Hart left and Andy was like, he had enough of it. He really wanted some alcohol and he let it show. What the that, I need tequila. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> okay. I'm saving this drop forever. That, I need tequila. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That was Wolchuk at about 4.30 in the morning, right? I need some tequila. Still with three hours of partying to go. <laughs> Need a hair of the dog. Oh, who won the uh, Sugar Bowl? Uh, Alabama. And it is my honor to present the winning trophy for this year's All-State Sugar Bowl to Coach Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Y'all be safe, man. 2023 ain't playing. Yeah, no doubt it about it. ain't playing already. That's my time. I got to go. Thank you, Lucius. L.A. Live every night at 540 here in the G-Bag Nation. Look at this. It's a Tuesday. It's at 6 o'clock. It is time to go motorboating. A TD Tuesday is next for your listening pleasure here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.